Hey everyone, your everyday enthusiast here, back with episode 34, The Purge. Please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platforms, or drop me a note at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so as the title indicates here, I am in a race against time. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I want to talk about that even date back to about two weeks ago or so. And uh, we have Google I.O. starting today. So I think there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. And I got to get through some of this old stuff before new stuff starts coming in. So there's no real theme to today's episode uh, outside of the fact that it's all kind of tech related. Okay, first up is just a quick update on that uh, cheaper Nintendo Switch that we could be seeing. There was a report out on April 24th saying that we could potentially see a new Switch this June, which would have coincided with E3, which is, uh, you know, big, um, I don't know, video game conference or whatever. Um, and then the very next day, uh, Nintendo kind of shot those rumors down as the uh, title of the article uh, states here. Um, and uh, yeah, basically saying they're not going to be announcing uh, anything at E3. Now they do say that they are still working on new hardware, but that we're just, just don't expect to see anything at E3. That doesn't mean that we won't see anything this year. And I'm really, really hopeful that we might. I'm very excited about what we could see, but it's not going to come at the uh, E3 conference. Okay, next up is uh, a quick note on a new feature of Overcast, the podcast uh, app that I use on my phone to listen to all the podcasts. They came out with a new clip sharing feature where you can share up to uh, 60 seconds, up to a minute of audio from any of the podcasts that you listen to. And the way that it does is you can share, just share the audio, but it'll also generate a video that you can share. This way you can share things on say Instagram or um, Twitter, things like that. This is amazing. This is so great. I love the, the interface, the way that they set this up. Um, very, very cool. You should really check it out and see see this for yourself. Again, I, I stand by my opinion that this is the best uh, podcast app, you know, to use to listen to podcasts by far on the iPhone. And I mean, well, I'm look, there are some other great ones that really are. And each person has their own, you know, needs and, and whatnot, as far as, you know, what they use for day to day, you know, stuff and tasks and whatnot. But this is, it's fantastic. The problem here is that I, I was very excited about this and I wanted to share something and I realized I don't share things on social media. I don't do Twitter all that much, except for the podcast. I don't, I don't do Facebook. I don't do Instagram. Um, you know, I don't Snapchat or anything like that. So there's really nowhere for me to share these things. I want to, and I might just because maybe on the, the, uh, on Twitter for the podcast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, very, very cool. Check it out. All right, moving right along here, um, a quick update that uh, Garmin revamped their entire Forerunner series of, uh, I guess they're smartwatches, um, but they're very, obviously with Garmin, you know, they're very, very, um, what am I trying to say? They're very um, fitness focused. All right, so I think there's five new models here. There's the Forerunner 45, the 45S, the 
245, the 245 music, and the 945. Um, these are going to start at 199. They look fantastic. They've been completely redesigned. Um, they will connect with your phone and give you uh, notifications and updates as they come through. Um, obviously, they get a bit uh, more expensive the further along the line you go. Um, the music, obviously, you can store songs on it, I think. And um, yeah, I, I mean, GPS and all the all the things that you would expect. There's, you know, new female tracking, uh, health tracking, uh, menstrual cycle and everything like that in uh, the new Fitbit app. Or no, sorry, that's Fitbit. But I, Garmin does this as well. Um, at any rate, um, check this out. These look great. I highly recommend these. I don't have one myself. I do have an Apple Watch, but I would... I would actually consider, I'm finding the 99% the of everything I use on the Apple Watch is just for fitness. So I could save a little bit of money and, uh, you know, get one of these Garmin's. They're, they're really nice. Okay, the next topic here, I'm just going to point you guys in the direction, okay? There's a link here to Engadget um, talking about all the stuff that Facebook announced at their F8 keynote presentation. I think it was last week. Um... I mean, I look, I've said a hundred times before, I don't use Facebook. Obviously, we can't just ignore it because it's in not just tech news, but it's in, you know, everyday news, um, privacy issues, and, you know, they're going to go private with all their stuff now, um, new designs on a few different apps, things like that on the website. I think that's coming too. I don't know. Check out the, the updates. Um, there's some interesting things here, but also... I don't know that it's anything that's going to pull me back into, you know, using Facebook for any reason whatsoever. All right, moving right along. Um, and this is part of the reason why I need to get this episode out because I had uh, an update here. There was a leak on May 2nd, which would have been, what, last Thursday. Um, the Pixel 3a price leak and apparently that's going to start at $399. Uh, that's the Pixel 3a. The 3a XL will come in at $479, apparently. Again, these are just leaks until we're we're notified today. Um, but we're, we're looking at 64 gigs of storage on the base model, and then 128 if you want to move up from there. Um, there's going to be a new purplish uh, color scheme, which looks kind of cool. I don't know that I would get it, personally. It's very, very subtle, actually. It's I don't even know what they call it, or I'm sure we'll we'll find out today, but it's it's a very, very, very light purple, and it has a bright yellow power button on the side. I don't know. Actually, I kind of like it. The more I look at it, I really like it. It looks really, really good. For $399, ah, man, that's going to be tough. I, I like the design of these phones, except for the front. The fronts are kind of ugly. The rear of these phones look great. And there's going to be a fingerprint sensor on the back as there always was, I believe. So anyway, let's let's uh, see what happens uh, today. And I'm sure I'll have another episode out really soon, either tomorrow or Thursday, possibly. But we're not then done there. Um, I have two more topics I want to talk about. The first of those two is the Motorola Moto Z4. Apparently, there was a rumored uh, leak that came out, a render um, it looks like the, you know, Z line before it, um, apparently they're going to bring back the 3.5 millimeter headphone port, which is great. Top firing speaker. It's got a teardrop notch at the top. The reason I wanted to talk about this phone, cause they are, they're usually pretty decent price, you know, mid tier. I think these ones are 
Okay, so this is saying the, the Z3 came in at $480 when it launched. So we're guessing that this one is gonna come in very similarly. But this, I wanna talk about the camera bump on this thing. The phone looks great, very sleek, very slender. You look at it from the sides and the top and everything. And then it has this massive circular camera bump on the back that is just so off-putting to me personally. This would look, this phone would look amazing if it didn't have that just hideous camera bump. And I just don't know why companies are doing this and they think it's okay. I mean, obviously it is. They're probably selling enough of these to continue to uh, produce them and, and release them. But man, I just wish one of these companies would take the reins and say, you know what? No more camera bumps. Let's just make it thicker, a little bit thicker. Let's do what we have to do. Some kind of trickery on the inside of the body, put hundreds of, of, you know, designers and, and engineers on the problem and just get rid of that damn camera bump. Uh, I, I hate to get so worked up there, but it's, it's hideous. All these phones, they need to get rid of it as quickly as possible. And the last thing for today is just some quick updates on the OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, I didn't actually include any links here. We did get some yesterday. I haven't really read through them of the regular OnePlus 7. Looks very much like the OnePlus 6T from last year. But the OnePlus 7 Pro, there was a report that came out last week about some photos that were used in uh, an Indian magazine that were taken with the OnePlus 7 Pro, and apparently they were completely unedited. Um, if that is true, this looks very impressive very very impressive and then the other update here is that there were some official looking renders with a what they're calling nebula blue color and a dis and a curved display so very reminiscent of what samsung does with their curved displays so anyways we'll we'll see what happens here in a week on the 14th that is when these are all supposed to be released and i think yesterday there was also a report of a almond color that came out I, almond honestly is just another way to say like a you know, it's another name for, it looks very similar to the color of the, what, what Apple calls their gold iPhone. Not that I'm insinuating that OnePlus is copying the iPhone in any way. These look very different, but the color looks very similar. Um, so anyways, check out the links. This looks very, very cool. I'm very interested to see what OnePlus does here. All right, everybody, that's it for now. You can find the show notes on Twitter. Username is at EnthusiasticPod. Please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And until next time, stay enthusiastic.